right, guys, welcome. It's movie night. Um, so I'm really excited. Obviously, I'm doing this from um, Hera's home today. I'm at the house. Uh, I'm really excited about movie night, but I do have a special guest with me, and I'd like to welcome my special guest here today. Hey, welcome, Patrick. How are you? Hello, Tori. How are you? So good to see you. Yeah, you haven't been here for a movie night, and usually I don't do trailers, right? But um, I thought maybe you could see the trailer and tell me what you think. Okay. This, okay. this movie is just incredible. So, guys, get ready. Okay. Down the Roman Empire. America, America has absolutely, absolutely no, no intention of repaying China. Still your money, money. just can't, can't have, have it right now. At approximately 6.13 p.m., a determined, coordinated attack on the United States. trillion dollar debt was just going to go away yeah so that's the movie we're watching today it's pretty it's pretty incredible because it shows that china tried to call in the debt and you know obviously we know it's not gonna happen like that but then suddenly all the electronics just went bizarre and it took over with cots since everything's made in china and um everyone was under their control and they had to wear citizen bands that would control their bodies and the ability to shop. Uh, they took all their money. Through a graphene uh, dissolved particle and a nano and a, and a vaccine, did they, did they get that? Funny story, you should say graphene. So um, back in 2014, a friend of mine actually invented a way to mass produce it in a red cup in his garage. And Argon Labs actually took 65% of his patent mm. happened to be there too great guy smart guy so interesting so interesting because you know how expensive how expensive graphene oxide is to create mm -hmm. right just getting it on a piece of tape is and it has a lot of um 
properties that can be used for a lot of things, lightweight odd airplanes. Yeah. Huh? Odd, odd properties. And I know it is a concern, believe it or not, in our defense industry. There are all kinds of components that were made in China, and it would be quite possible on an IC chip to have basically what is a an antenna that you know buried in all the three-dimensional crooks and turns of what is basically a nano antenna. And it could be that our jets unknowingly, if they ever get in a dogfight with a Chinese jet, the guy hits a switch on his dashboard and all of his and all the American components could turn off. That is, I know, a scenario that's shown up in the national security literature for somehow we let we let ourselves build all kinds of national security systems out of chips that the Chinese made us. You know, the best chips are the, the most leading, the highest end of the, in Taiwan. So we got that going for us. But the, anyway, kind of scary. Taiwan, China, next door, kind of same thing for me. I'm just saying it maybe it's kind of like that plane from Addis Ababa that fell down that was hacked mm -hmm. a couple years ago. I so, do remember. Yeah. So, uh, you know, so we're doing movie night tonight just to see how there's so many things that could have happened. This could have been a timeline that could have existed. You know, I'm getting I'm getting bothered. Let me show I'm you here. who's bothering me. Oh, look at this. Insane puppy. It's huge now. It's getting huge. It's getting huge. Listen, I want to tell you thank you. I know that you're putting some work in. Can we tell your listeners about you know the moment the moment has arrived that we're asking for a little elbow grease? Well, so we're gonna everybody knows that the moment's here. And um, we're they know and they're ready. And they've been working hard. I mean, they're in the news. Everything they're doing is in the news. So they should be. They should be. It's funny. I told like the Washington Post behind the scenes, you gotta understand there's this grassroots phenomenon known as Tory that is everywhere and no, that's going on here. I've tuned in, but but I know that everything they're doing is trickling up. Everything they're doing, but people haven't connected the mainstream hasn't connected all the pieces yet about about this movement, have they, Tory? They have Media Matters did. They did this. They did, you know, Media Matters did the biggest hit piece. I had ever seen that was more of a fluff piece for me, but it was so long. Like the article was a book, you know, it was like a massive, you should read it. It was like, okay. And it was like, he's telling them to go file lawsuits and she's telling them what their constitutional rights are. And right. <laughs> I've had that experience for the last couple of years where people make these arguments, but I keep waiting for them I understand everything, but the therefore they keep saying, you know, these kinds of crazy. These people have been pushing for election audits, <laughs> and like, why not? <laughs> That's the thing. It's when you when when I was reading the article that they started it off like, oh, Tory was at a meeting in Washington, and Steve Bannon was there. Here's a picture where I took a picture of him when he was speaking because he looked great. He had combed his hair. He looked amazing, right? And they were like, so she was there. And that's how it started. And I was like, mm, okay, so? And she's doing all this, and all the parents are going to school boards, and they're filing lawsuits against the school and and they're filing writs of mandamus is how dare they think they have constitutional rights i was like this can't be a hit piece this is a fluff piece in disguise um but it was very long patrick it was 
I, I don't know. Maybe it was like a good 17, 18 minute read. Oh, really? Oh my gosh. It's so lengthy. I was like, Oh my, like this guy was. How yeah. long ago was this? How long ago was this? Like, what was it? Like two weeks ago when they banned me off of Trovo. So every time they do a hit piece, I'm banned off a platform. Amazon, they're, they're petitioning Amazon to remove me. And it's like, I'm 900th in the world right now, 900 to a thousand as top channel. And when that leak happened, um, where they stole everyone's information on Twitch. Yeah. I'm the only one that got hit pieces. What number are you on? What number are you on political broadcasts or political podcasts? Oh, I'll probably be way up there because I do talk show podcasts in the world in general. I was 945 a couple weeks ago. In so, all languages? In all languages. Yeah. Across all of Twitch. How many of those are English language podcasts? Let's say how. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, know. I, I don't look at statistics. I just look at, you want to hear me, hear me. I mean, on WeChat, we're constantly moving channels because they're constantly closing the outlets. The Chinese are. Yeah, they are. So Why? they're moving them. Well, we're trying to find a port through Korea right now. So we're going to you know, try there's to. A, I think I've got the system for us, kid. I think we've got something. Anyway, cooking. I know. We can't talk about that. We can't talk about that. Yeah, listen, you are, can I address your esteemed viewers and listeners briefly? Yeah, uh, all of them. Yes, please do. Next. You, you folks, you know how Tori is my hero. There's nothing I've, the highlight of the last year has been discovering this grassroots phenomenon who sees the world so clearly and so, uh, so well. Uh, we really have all for a year. I've been hearing, you know, this frustration coming from people because this has been jujitsu. You don't know how to fight back. It's like that's what it's like to fight a jujitsu master. You're like you can't push back on anything. It's like pushing back on air. Well, the mission of the America Project has been to sort of line up and help. Well, you have this wonderful grassroots movement going, and we're just trying to. Well, you know what we do. Uh, there's this lawsuit is finally being filed. And it's Liddell's lawsuit, and it's being filed November 23rd. That's nine days from now, nine days in a wake-up. Uh, and it's that's November 23rd. That's next Tuesday before Thanksgiving. We It's being presented to all the attorneys general, but especially the attorneys general of Republican states. Uh, and we shouldn't think of it as Liddell's lawsuit. I mean, it's a guy named Kurt Olson is the lawyer. And... I know some of the people involved. It's it's about things you know about and things you had no idea about. Lines of effort that the public has not had any real understanding of until now. It's this is the thing. It's really the culmination of a year's work, and it, and so it's a Supreme Court lawsuit. We need attorneys general to sign on. Last year in December, the attorney general of Texas signed on the lawsuit where he sued Wisconsin or something, Wisconsin and some other states. I think another dozen states, yeah. And another dozen states joined them, and then another half dozen did sort of amicus briefs. Amicus. Yeah. This time we want the attorneys general to find their their footing before it gets filed. You're having your chance over the next nine days. The attorney generals are. And we want, and so Tori and I have discussed, they're having, this is so important. We want attorneys general of all these states to sign on to this lawsuit. And so we have started a movement or join the suit, hashtag join the suit, Tori. You want to tell your friends about it? 
I'm not, not like super yet um, okay. because I want to make everything perfect because the one thing that I've, I've realized, you know, and a lot of people have this, and this is why we're in this mess. Uh, everything was very um, cookie cuttered for us for many years through the media. This is what we need. This is what we're doing. Right. And so this has caused the attention span of the people to be quite small. So it's got to be ready and doable while you're working or trying to save your job, raising kids, you know, and in the chaos to be able to do things. Um, and that's something that I've, uh, that, 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 that people need in order to start getting into the whole, I'm participating in politics and in my community again. So I'm going to make sure that I work with state guardians. So everybody should be on the ready. They're just amazing people running these, you know, these, their state groups, they know what their local things are. I mean, first of all, let's just say, you know, everybody knows that Ken Paxton for me is like the attorney general of all of America right now. Okay. Tell us why. I I feel like that. I feel like when we wrote our letters to the attorney generals, yeah. For what he did last December as a hero. Well, yeah. And, and, you know, I get why the Supreme court was like, no, because, you know, another state can't tell another state how to, you know, make their own laws right so this i get suit it is different this suit is different it has far more it is i know i know legal theory different legal theory and a much better one well you know you never know um my case 19th i think that's a friday right on the 19th my lawyer russell has to be in georgia i'm going to see how if i can get there too because the judge has to answer to my subpoena mm-hmm. so this is going to be quite seen- interesting have you seen my article on you and about that? The Halderman McGuffin? I call uh, it. The, yeah, I, I mean, it's going to be pretty insane. Patrick, like I said, if she doesn't give it to me, I'm going to ask the judge to sit in camera and compare my affidavit and validate mine next to Halderman's. Because if Halderman's report is anything like the one in Michigan that he did, then he's going to validate portions of my affidavit. And that is just the same. At least in that, in that portion. I guess that's a clever s- solution. That's well, a clever. Well, for now, for you now. Know, okay, let me tell your your viewers what a MacGuffin is. You know the expression a MacGuffin from Hitchcock. Go on, go on. Hitchcock always said that every every movie had to revolve around a MacGuffin. Uh, it's a plot device. The the stamp that was upside down that was worth the fortune or the this. There's always some or the, the there's always something that everybody's Mystery. after. Yeah, the Maltese Falcon. Or in Pulp Fiction, that the suitcase with what has something in it, the briefcase. So the MacGuffin is going to turn out to be this Halderman, and the MacGuffin of this whole thing is the uh, of this movie is the Halderman affidavit. And when that, if and when that ever gets out, you know, I, there are all kinds of people pursuing that, and there's a judge down in Georgia saying no one can look at this, and. Halderman has said, hey, there's an election coming up. I need to inform. I won't even go to the states. I'll just tell the, the, the DHS and CISA. I'll, let me give it to them so they can. And the judge said, nope, that's not so I know. Well. And the thing is, here's the thing. My people in Georgia, I'm gearing them up to report the judge for misconduct and operating outside of Title III. I've been working on that. Well, because that was of interest and all the other states will sign on because she sat on that and we had elections like this guy could have could have helped us. And what we need to make sure is that one, why is Tottenberg still on the bench? It reminds me of the nightmare of Judge Collier 
the FISA warrant lady. Do you know that the lady that signed the FISA warrants in October of 2016 was the same one that caught them over collecting through NSA 72 hour over collections in September? And she spanked Carlin and he got fired slash resigned. Brennan, Lynch, all of them were lined up in the court. And she was like, why are you doing this? This is so wrong. She's like, fine, I'll give you 90 days. And it's like, and then she knew with that over collection that they used it in the FISA application. So I was like, why is she still on the bench? Uh-uh-uh. Chief Justice Roberts has a lot of explaining to. How do I know that? Because my ass was in D.C. In, in, in 2016 in the fall, watching all of this train wreck happen. All of it. The day that Harry Reid ran to Mother Jones, I was like right there. And I was like, oh. He's suing Theraband. What a loser. And now he's running to Mother Jones for a dollar so he can give a fake dossier about hookers peeing on a bed, which, mind you, Harry Reid in Nevada got caught in a brothel doing just that. The irony. The irony. The irony. The irony. Oh, <laughs> the irony. Anyway. Well, um, listen, without going into deep, deep, I'm sorry. Kurt, Kurt Olson is an amazing attorney. Love him. Like, no, he's no. very smart. He's very smart. And, um, yeah. you know, yeah. he's formulating this this lawsuit with over a year of evidence, uh, factual collections, all kinds of different levels, all kinds of different things have been brought together. We have them, folks. We have them. This is a masterpiece historical filing. I think there should be two dozen attorneys general on it. We're going to be asking the people to let the attorney generals know to rally peaceably, peaceably to let everybody no, hey, you know, since we're on together, let's share with the public this thing. On um, January 6th, I've started to tell people this story. There were about a dozen senators who were allegedly prepared to stand up and fight the, the recognition of the electoral votes of a half dozen states. And there were at least six, and I was told 11 or 12 were ready to do it until what happened on January 6th happened. And without getting into how it happened and maybe we got suckered into it, blah, 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 it happened. And the next morning when they reconvened, no one was willing to stand up at all. Can you confirm that, Tori? You were around the- Yeah, I was around there and they were all gonna go in there and they were all gonna, but yeah. if you remember the AFL-CIO document, mm -hmm. they had mm -hmm. already talked about that. And did you notice what I've been thinking about that? And did you notice what happened last week when 13 Republicans defected? I got thinking about that document. And, you know, that document says that the Republicans had some turncoats. That yep. the day, can we can be you've revealed this to your people. before? Oh, yeah. They knew it before the election. What was it? September, guys? Or was it October that I showed you guys the AFL-CIO document? Walk them right through it. Yeah. While I was sending it to everybody and their mother in D.C. Well, they they said uh, they had. I'm looking. I look at the your comments are just amazing. Um, that yeah, they they had they said in there that there were a set of Republicans who, when push came to shove, were going to flip. And I guessed at the time that those would probably be Republicans from Union states. And then you look at. So I've always known that somewhere in the Republican House. There's some number of Republicans who, per that AFL-CIO document, who, when the day needed to come, they were going to give a crucial vote to the Dems. Right. And, it just, and we knew that a year ago, over a year ago. 
it just happened a week ago regarding what what which bill the uh, the infrastructure what was it the no, infrastructure how is it infrastructure when it's like 10% it's like saying real meat and there's only 10% beef in it and the rest right. is like soy you know it's right. like it's not yeah. even infrastructure right well in any case they 13 republicans defected and if you look at the states they come from they All come from New York Pennsylvania, Ohio, Illinois, West Virginia, and then I think Nebraska is the only one that doesn't fit my my projection of high. So I of, of high union Repu- Republican states. Well, so they do. I, they have a lot of railway. So and and other stuff in Nebraska with the oil industry. They're kind of like a sleeping Democrat place. So why my thought, Tori, is I think that the 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 AFL CIO document refers to a set of Republicans, and we've wondered who they were in the House. Uh, it refers to a set of Republicans in the House that were going to screw, screw with the state's yes, election yeah. if it went that way. I think Trump we just found them. all in his pocket. I think He's we just found them. Yeah. Trump, Trumpka. He was the head of the AFL-CIO. He's dead now. He died, ironically, so weird on the timing. I did a whole show on Jimmy Hoffa, and then we come back next week after the weekend, and Trump is dead. It was like almost as if I knew. So it's like okay. he he's he's he passed away unexpectedly. The guy who actually formulated the whole plan. Wow. Well, I uh, I just want to tell your viewers, you've wondered all year when you can do something. I love what you do, Tori. That you that you give your people a way to go out and actually do patriotic shit. I love that they're out there doing patriotic shit. Well, there's <laughs> going to be the grand opportunity of all opportunities to do patriotic shit. That moment, I woke up the other day with a French national anthem in my in my mind, de la patrie, wake up children of the nation. Of the country, yeah, of the nation. The day of glory has arrived. You've been waiting all year. We've been fighting these skirmishes. We're going right up the middle in nine days. And we need you this week. There's going to be opportunities for you to make your attorney generals understand your beliefs in this matter, that they should sign on to this case. So gird thy loins and Tory is going to show you how to march into the battle in about 48 hours this week. Metaphoric battle because we're all about the peace. The only thing that could screw it, I feel better, Tori, than I felt since January 5th because I knew January 5th evening something was unraveling and I had a really bad. Since then, I've had a, have a knot in my stomach. I feel better now than I have felt since January 5th. I think this is unless somebody on our side does something stupid in the next week with any sort of violence or anything. And we know that Antifa is going to show up. They're going to show up and do two things. They're going to show up dressed in black and try to pick fights with you and get you on television. And they're going to try to show up dressed in MAGA gear and try to get you to throw rocks at a cop or something like that. Don't fall for either of their tricks. eh? That's why we're in their groups. We watch everything they're doing from hunger strikes to Yungo meetings to you name it. We're in it. It's really hard sometimes, though, to play the liberal because you just want to like everyone's giving pronouns every single time. So, how do you feel? How are they feeling about where they are? Do they feel shaky or are they confident? So there's like this weird thing happening that they're tapping women. What do you mean by that? Well, usually the women's March BS doesn't start until like February because March 8th, which is my birthday, International Women's Day. That's when all of them come out with their pussy hat 
hats and oh look i have a vagina bow down to me you know really making us men regret that we kept them out of power for so long <laughs> no i'm just saying but now they're tapping the women so it's really weird because there's this weird feminist vibe that i haven't understood yet uh but black lives matter has taken a really big hit um there's the mm -hmm. politicized ones and the ones that actually you know talk about the 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 differences and the problems that they're having as a community. So right now, the conversations that we're having with BLM is, oh, no, if you need benefits, you're going to have to go get the vaccine. So they're pissed. They already That's went crazy. out to New York and said, there's going to be bloodshed. They remember the Tuskegee experiment and they are 30% vaccinated, the least vaccinated group. Let me tell you, maybe there's a lot of things that come out of 2020, 2021, that we will remember. One is it may be the year of vaccination, not COVID, but that America gets revaccinated or booster shot against socialism and tyranny because oh, thanks to know. people like you, people like, thanks to people like you, thanks to you, Tori. I thanks mean, to you. I'm not doing anything. Do you know, I talked about these mandatory vaccines in 2016. I said, right before the elections, I wrote an article on October 11, 2016, where I said, all of this shit that's happening right now, every single portion of it. Mm -hmm. And I said, so if Hillary gets elected, this is what's happening. And, you know, again, time travel, kind of a real thing. Well, I know you're with you every time I talk to you. Well, what do we do with... Uh, what do we do? You're going So you're going to be giving some instructions or guidance, guidance to your many what do you call your friends your friends your family they're my family like they're my family you know we're all one community that's the way america was intended and and I, I was having this conversation actually with my daughter in the car she was saying something and i said see this is the problem people need to treat every other person as if they were their own child and then as if they were their own child because she's like that person is mean they deserve it. and i said stop that person is somebody's son would you like your son to be talked about or treated like that? If everyone did that. You know, I, it's funny that you bring that up. I've been looking for a quote that I can't quite summon. It's a quote, like there's a quote from the great Satchel Paige that was something like, don't eat too much greasy food. You got to jangle as you walk and don't look back. There might be something gaining on you, something like that. Well, there was a set of, a similar kind of set of folksy, uh, aphorisms three of them and the last one was something along the lines of what you just said something like the gist of it was be nice to people that you meet because we're all kind of have our own tough time of it down here but it was said quite elegantly if you if any of your viewers can get in touch we recognize that and can get in touch it was a really elegant statement and it, it said what you just said yeah you know i wanted to say something you know a lot of you 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 applaud my audience and you but you know does anyone ever tell you how much thank you America is in your debt. This country's been better to me than I had any right or talent that yeah, didn't you did. Listen, so you had all the talent. You had all the talent. You created jobs and everything. But what you've done now for the American people is incredible. There's not a lot of people out there that would do it. I mean, you know, to, to stand up, you know, you've got to be ready to be that fire that as they throw shit at you, you burn that up. Right. Oh, and it churns. The fire just churns and they just lose their mind because they're like, we're supposed to be putting the fire out. There you go. 
My attitude is, yeah, do you even see me from the league you're in? When people, when journalists write that kind of stuff, I mean, my attitude really is, I tell them, can this guy even see me from the league this guy's in? It's hilarious. <laughs> it's, so, it's, it's, it's just, uh, the things in. that you've done for our nation is incredible. Right. You know, sure. no, not, not, no, <laughs> stop. I'm just telling you, I'm, I'm, I'm honest. On, uh, this is like, I'm, I see it all the time. If you weren't here, who would have stepped up? Flynn, Flynn, Flynn. He was destroyed from the lawsuits. Yeah, he could have stood up, but you know, people made a mess of the message. You right? have no idea, but this this country, the tailwinds I've had in life are so funny. It's kind of ridiculous. The I, you know, my family lived the Horatio Alger dream. We were quite poor when I was born. By the time I was twenty, my parents were more. And when I was thirteen, you know, that this kind of funny guy from Nebraska showed up and started being a role uh, part of my life. You know that story, right? Buffett. Mm -hmm. And so uh, this country has just been, I've had unbelievable. Another time traveler. Say again? Another time traveler. I don't like him because he uses it to his benefit. Well, he's a, he's a patriot. He's a fine guy. You shouldn't, he's a wonderful man. He's I've the never most met patriotic him. rich guy I've ever met. He was a very patriotic man. His ideas may be different than ours, but we all have policy differences and he's, uh, but he's not, a, when people talk about the globalist elite and all that stuff, they're completely wrong if they're including him in that. that well, I don't know. His railroad says something else, but you know, we could, we could differ uh, on that. Well, the you railroads know, are about inflation. The railroads are about inflation. He, about 10 years, 15 years ago, started moving into assets that he knew there was going to be some big hype collapse and hyperinflation. And you want to have assets that will rise above, just ride on inflation. Railroads will just be able to tick their price up ten percent a quarter, whatever they need to do. So, so that's why. I don't know. We can we can ask what's his name? Fang Fang Bang Bang. What's that loser's name again? Swallowell. You know he's married into a family, right? That owns the railroad contracts and tracks on the border in Texas. Oh, I did not. Pretty the interesting. Shoe is connected to the yeah. Bike. He has a, he has a shit ton of property that's border property. On both uh, Mexico side and Texas side, and they all have railroad, which is so weird. Because Nancy Pelosi's containers all go through there too. So weird. It's like they're friends. Um, I just thought I'd throw it in there since we're talking about trains and get the opportunity to talk about railroads. Um, you know, I, looking back, this year has gone warp speed, hasn't it? I mean, it was almost yesterday. It was January, right? Ask me though. It's I just. Year. But no, we're there. We're there. We're there, baby. Nine days. Everyone's got to keep their shit together for nine days. Well, but for in this nine days, you're going to have the opportunity to make your attorneys and all attorneys general know. It's like, by the way, it's like mother. It's not mother-in-laws. It's mothers-in-law. It's attorneys general. Your viewers should know. Oh, uh, well. I, we need your help. This is the week. This is the week. You're going to be getting instructions from Commander Tory. Please. It, when I come on and ask for help, it's I it's and when I'm asking you to do something, it says this is the time. This is one of the big things. And this is the biggest thing since January 5th. What we're asking you to do since January 6th, what we're asking, what we're going to be asking you to do later this week. Peace of lady. Well, we've already, you know, someone even said a lot of them relate. The attorney generals love us. We bombarded them with letters in August to tell them to take their patronage, patronage, which is like a right of an attorney general to protect the citizens and do the right thing when I knew this was going to be coming with the vaccine mandates. It was in the summer, right? Was it August? I mean, I mean, the, the months just go by so quick. I don't even remember. It was one of a, a really big one. And Ken Paxton got one 
And then like, for example, I sent one to Ohio to Yoast, but I also sent one to Ken Paxton and everybody did the same thing. So Ken Paxton's office was kind of overloaded because we've nominated him as America's AG. That he's Number one, tell us, share what we, I, I support that, but why do you think he's America's AG? Share with everybody. Tell me. He's all about the law. See, he doesn't let personal feelings get in the middle of it. He doesn't let, you know, frivolous things get in. And he comes from Minot, North Dakota. That's like Sons of Sam Central. If you can come out of there and blossom like him, you're a god, period. So <laughs> I'm just saying. So he's, he's like a fine guy and a principled guy. I had an opportunity to meet him and, and spend a little bit of time talking to him at one point. And he's very principled. And I think he's heroic. And he knew when he put his signature on that, you know, right now they're trying to de disbar him for putting his signature on that case last December. Although after he put it on the case, 19 other attorney generals then had the courage to step forward. They're, they have they have some courage for ha they have courage for having done that. But for to be the guy who stepped forward when no one else would, everyone else had you know was hiding behind their sheets or under their sheets. He has a he's really a heroic guy. And his office gives the Lone Star State that one big star that's shining bright for all of America right now. I mean, <clears throat> having seen the way they operate <clears throat> is just, it's incredible. I mean, I know what Abbott's doing. I mean, the, oh, by the way, everyone's dying. And you know, I don't shy away from, you know, but everyone's like, what were you doing with Alex Jones? Because pictures of you are circulating. I did uh, yesterday. I was in San Antonio at a conference and I spoke on Friday. Flynn spoke. Alex Jones actually drove down to interview Mike and I, and well, Mike joined, and then I was supposed to join for an hour, then I was supposed to go on for an hour, so I just joined and Mike's brother, Joe, so it was the three Irish guys sitting with Alex Jones. Why? Is there bad blood between you and Alex Jones? Well, you know, Alex Jones was the one that fired Millie when she got arrested after that whole shadow gate. He fired her after she got arrested? I thought he fired her before. No, he fired her because she got arrested. What if I told you that I have communications that say who gave the order to fire it? Actually, it's actually Alex Jones saying it. So I'm just saying. I have well, no problem. I'm sure, right? I'm sure there's a bunch of stuff, but at this point, beggars can't be choosers. And we. Well, yeah, we, I know. Beggars. You know, no, everybody has scars from each other. It's the end of it. It's, we, everyone's been in battle together. Everyone's hit it, got sharp elbows and has scars from each other. But we got to all remember we marched. 20 miles to get here. We're here. We're in a battle together. Let's set aside whatever scars we got on each other as we came here. How about that? I know that's a lot to ask for some of you. Your nursing wounds from a year ago, whatever. Sorry. So why did he fire her? Just because she got arrested? Uh, actually, someone that... Um, Look up Patrick. Patrick Byrne, um, the shot. I see my well, mugshot. No, he, he fired her because she got arrested and said that Shadowgate was BS when we all know it's not. Yeah, that's odd. He, what do you think of that? What do you think of that? He had a Wikistrat email. What's Wikistrat email? Oh, one of the biggest contract MIC contractors for PSYOPs in the world. Why would he have an email? Alex Jones had? Yes. You, what are you suggesting? He's controlled opposition or something? Yes, sir. And I've told him that myself. Well, if that's the case then the, those in control are starting to loosen the ratchet and let more be said because Mike Flynn and I got- Yeah, they do, it. they do, but that's we how they work. We yeah, but, that's, but see, that's how they work. I was getting, you know, on election night, I was live streaming, right? And I had like uh, 5,000 people watching with me on Twitch. 
Now on Twitch, I've never been sanctioned or anything except for that day. So I was going between CNN and Fox. And I said to everyone, everyone, we're not going to watch Fox because they're controlled opposition. They've been controlled opposition all this time. We're going to watch CNN because we're going to get a better, you know, reporting, even though they're going to be gloating. Everyone was giving me shit. I switched to CNN. Twitch cuts me off. Why? Because Fox complained that I was streaming their elections. So they knew because I knew because they're controlled opposition, period. I mean, come on, look who's sitting on the thing. All you have to do is look at the back side of things and it all makes sense. There is no real news, Patrick. I get that. But fair enough to where, but listen, I see all these, all these comments over here. Patrick got played. Patrick sold out this, that, the other thing. He didn't sell out. He's telling his story. And if he went to that platform to say it, that's fine. I mean, Alex Jones is really hurting for listeners right now. We Well, you torched him. You don't have as many as he does. No way. I have more. No, do you? Wow. That's amazing. I have way more, but he's, he's done. I mean, they're, they're hurting. Well, he got a good interview from us the other day, from us yesterday. But his, uh, look, I, I, I went to a church. Some church asked me out in Phoenix to come out and do, they were doing a screening of the deep rig. And I was passing by. So I nice. said, yeah, I'll drop in and I'll do a, so I go to the church. Everybody seems nice. I did the screening. I left. I found out that there was some guy in the intermission who stood up and talked. And it was a big scandal afterwards. Patrick, how could you support that guy? And it was some guy, I think he's a Q guy. I never heard the guy's name before. Austin Sandbart, right? Austin something, yeah. Yeah. And they, like people read into it that, oh my gosh, this guy spoke at the intermission at the church that you stopped in and you spoke at the opening. You know, no, I don't go in and like you can't you can't control it. Like I, I see you guys going and talking with these people that have caravans and shit, and they're like Q decoders. And the question is, yeah. Patrick. Who the fuck are they decoding? There's nothing to decode. It's plain fucking English. But I'm just saying, just saying. Well, I like, you know, no. people, we, we <laughs> needed it, to do those. Well, there's only one left in Dallas. We needed to do those. And people wanted to get out and see. No, but it's I good. Don't... You red pill people. The little few that are left on the InfoWars channel will wake up and see what you guys have to say. And that's important. What, and what's really important, though, is I think that the universe that you have built in Tory world, this grassroots movement and what you've built through Telegram and your organization. And I know that you're putting together sort of a set of instructions for your people to get in, do some patriotic yeah. shit this week. Oh, my gosh. And it's going to be so awesome because, you know, we need to avoid confrontation. We need to we need. Not we not only need to be heard, but we need to have efficacy. You and we we'll lose that if we're yeah, not. Well, we learned that because what we did with the the you stood by campaign that was started by the people, actually, in a few states, caused a lot of commotion. I don't know about the you stood by. Yeah. So what they did was they put together a letter. It's called youstoodby.com. You could go see it, and they all sent letters to their elected officials pointing out how they stood by while their rights were being maimed all this time. And, you know, Attorney General Landry in Louisiana, he clearly said, you need to stop, not him, his office, stop stop sending letters. He wants to be governor. You're destroying his chance. And the people are telling him, you're not going to be anything if you don't do what we say. And it's like, I have never seen people take that power and use it the right way, like now, because President Trump, when he was elected, he wasn't elected to take power. He was elected to give power back to the people. He even you know, said that at the UN speech. Yeah. 
Yep, yep, yep. And the By people the way, are taking that now. I see in your, in your comments, people are saying, Patrick, do you ever mention Tori? Do you ever, you tell them, Tori, do you know how much I mention you in my interviews and in the videos uh, I make? Listen, they're just, listen, the whole thing is, you know, all those people that called themselves digital so soldiers that fucked up the movement behind Flynn, right? You know, the ones that monetize, they totally took it off the rails. They made it look crazy. They, they, they're shadows on a the floor. They're putting patterns and they're bringing out this digital red string. They look crazy. They make the people look crazy. And, and some of them are married to nine foot aliens. I, I kid you not. So anyway, those are the people that had massive followings, right? right. And none of them will mention my name. Oh, I talk about you all no, the time. They will not. You say it, they foam at the mouth. They don't even want to see. Like if they go into one of their chat groups and they even say, I tore my pants, they're banned. Uh, it, so people get upset because they're like, look at what we're doing. Come over to our groups, join our groups. We're doing this. And they get banned because, you know, it's happening. It, I, it, love, this is this. I love the grassroots active as an open source lawfare. I view this as this. The dilithium crystals of the of the of our starship, the people, the power all comes from the people, and that you have learned how to innovate it and teach it and guide it and channel it is an amazing, I mean, invention. Well, I have twenty years almost. I was using it to manipulate the people. Why right. not reverse it and use it to empower them? For Why not use reverse psychological warfare, where you give them all the tools. And therefore they, truth is the best disinfectant for everything. So You're that's nice. how, that's how we roll because you can throw truth out. Sometimes people don't want to hear it because truth isn't like fiction. There's boundaries. Truth is truth. And sometimes people can't stand to hear it, but once you see it, you can't go back. It's like, I was going to say something really awful. <laughs> the can't go back thing, but okay. Um, what, so, <laughs> so your birthday's coming up. Yeah. Your birthday's coming up. So, um, how do you know that? You know everything. I know that. Tell okay. me you still have that. Yeah, yeah, I do. I know everything. But um, I'm going to see if I can try next week to go to a couple of these states. I just have to see how it's going to go. Because I have a Coinbase wallet right now. Let's talk about this for a second because you know crypto. I got this really bootleg meme coin called Hawk, H-O-K-K. -K. It's worth nothing. But my wallet is literally showing $2 billion, And I can't mm. sell it for $2 billion. It's only giving me like 20 bucks. It's like the most insane thing. I'm like, the tax man's going to be like, well, that's what your account says. And it's like, no, no, no. When I go to Uniswap to swap it, it tells me $2. So how do you, how do you, uh, how do you handle being a hero in the center of so many people's lives all over the world? I look at your telegram channels that you've got people in Singapore and Johannesburg and yeah, we have tons. I talk about, do you know in my interviews, I talk about in Hamburg, Germany, there's some coffee house. And once a week, a dozen people get together who listen to Tori. And they, I I've told that to like the Washington Post, the New York Times. I say my it French people do, my Australians. There's Aussies on right now. That's I know. Australia. Um, some of the, I want to tell some Aussies, the Aussies listening. I'm sure you get these messages, Tori. People send me messages saying, you folks, you have any idea? It's going out all over the world. We're all looking to America. If it gets snuffed out in the United States, it's, it's over for us. 
and we're all watching you, Patrick. We're all, well, I'm sure they're saying we're watching you, Tori. I got all these Australians writing me saying, God bless you. Don't give up. Don't give up. We're all hanging on by our fingers. Meanwhile, they're going full fascist, full fascist down there. Well, you know, that's where they pilot everything. Remember, Australia was, was discovered by the Brits in the 1600s, and it was used as a prison. And anything they piloted, like test piloted, uh, drugs, operations, uh, military, um, you know, standards, equipment, they would use it on them because they were all their prisoners. So when you see things happen in Australia, that's the proving ground for the Western world. Yeah. What do you think of Brazil? Brazil is, uh, I think that they picked Australian Brazil. I, I play Go, and this reminds me more of Go than chess. And I think that they went, they dislocated our center of gravity, but they had, phase one had two other specific targets, Brazil and Australia. They wanted to take both of them down this phase two. You see what? Well, yeah, and South Africa, right? Don't forget South Africa. Now that Interpol moved its headquarters there along with the UN. You didn't know that, did you? No. The UN's headquarters are in South Africa? Now they are. Not the UN. The UN's headquarters are in New York. No, the UN headquarters have been moved for operations to South Africa with Interpol. Oh, with Interpol. Interpol. Yeah, their operations. That doesn't mean like what they say is their headquarters, right? Because you could say my headquarters is in Cleveland, Ohio, but I do most of my shit, you know, in Florida, Mm -hmm. right? Nobody knows that, right? But with Interpol, they moved down there. So that's another. With Brazil, I think that's sticky water and that's proving ground to be able to get into places like Paraguay and, and, um, you know, Chile and Argentina, which are a little bit more placid. I want to say when it comes to fighting back. So if they can get the Brazilians, they can take over South America. But you know, the Brazilians are doing a nice job of pushing back. It looks like to me. The Brazilians. Um, Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't, he can chew gum and walk. He's pretty, he's pretty bold. I like him. The Australians, I'm surprised they let themselves be pushed this far, but I would say today, it looks like they are this or this weekend. Uh, they're finally have had enough. I don't know, but God, the police part of the police, there are shooting people in the back with rubber bullets. And these cops aren't even real cops. These cops are goons. They hired. They're so soy. Two weeks ago. So soy. What's that mean? Yeah. They're soy boys. They're just like nobody's. Yeah. Well, and they're actually, they look to me like what Marx called the lumpen proletariat. The, uh, the, they're, you know, they're thugs and bouncers and type people that they're picking up and slapping a badge on. They give them two weeks of training. And you can see it. If you watch the videos, if they go to arrest people, they have no idea. They have no idea of arrest techniques. There's one video where these cops are arresting a woman in front of her kid. And the cop finally goes to restrain her. And he just grabs her around the throat and chokes her. And he's choking her. And then she's like, hey, you're trying. And he finally hands, he hands her to the next cop by the throat, and that cop takes her. These aren't cops. These aren't people who've had a day of training of any actual techniques. These are just some thugs that they got at the railway yard that they, you know, that they that are willing to beat the shit out of other citizens. Or, or yeah. else they're latte boys, or else they're latte boys that, except these guys, uh, yeah, except they're latte boys who think they're finally going to get, you know, their chance to get e- even because the girls th- didn't go out with them or something. Well, the, the, the Australians do have one benefit. So I'm just, and, and, and this, I actually had this conversation yesterday with, with a bunch of, there was like a Greek event yesterday, but they were handing out scholarships to Greek American students and stuff. And um, I was talking with people that were actually 
that came from Greece. And they were like, you know, my cousin can't go food shopping. His mom has to because he's refusing to get the vaccine. And I'm like, you know, the Greeks, they always were so strong. Right? Yeah. Like they didn't let people walk all over them. Or anything. Right now, you know, their debt is so bad that the hole in their underwear is in debt to Germany. Right. <laughs> like their right. own, like even their underwear and the holes in their underwear are now owned by the European Union. The Australians are the same to the crown. Considering that they're so secluded and they're so, you know, together, they could pretty much just, they can revolt really easily. They have a clause in their um, creation where they can overthrow, they can push out the crown. Remember, they're secluded, they're a whole continent. So mm. if they really wanted to, they can fix it. And the problem is, is that they're being terrorized by soy boys with money and batons, right? And remember, they're disarmed populace too. But they're pretty good at hunting dingoes. So I think that they can probably get something done. But um, the Australian- my baby. Huh? A dingo ate my baby. Yeah, a dingo ate my baby. I'm just saying the Aborigines should be rising up too. Yeah, I have heard that they've kind of had enough on this. I've heard that they're starting to get in the fight. Listen, we need to. Uh, you need to get on with your. We need. You need movie to get night. on. Yeah, we're doing movie night right now, um, guys. So what Patrick is telling you is this. This. I mean, it's it's all thanks to Patrick. Yes. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. But it's all thanks to. Well, it's it, who, who cares what it's thanks to. It's it's thanks to the American people that actually this is happening. Uh, Lindell has his stuff that's coming. We agreed six months ago. He's such ago. a good man. I I love Lindell. It's kind of funny. We have a weird thing where we talk about 30 seconds. We cross each other in the hallway every couple months. We talk for 30 seconds. And about six, eight months ago, we said to each other, I think he said to me, okay, I'm going to be the air game. You're the ground game. And I'm like, okay, sounds right, Mike. <laughs> and that's all we have had. We don't really coordinate. I'm sure prosecutors are trying to figure out how we're secretly. But we've, we know the same people. And, and it's a. Uh, uh, well, we share people, right? Yeah, we share people, really. We do. But, yeah. uh, we do. I just say, I'm not. I don't. I don't work for any of you guys, but you work. We work together. I'm going to tell your viewers. I've tried several times to say, Tori, can I help out? Let me help out because she is a a single mother and not affluent, and she won't let me help her out. She really. I have several times said, let me just do something. She. Will I can tell you her. when I get banned from Twitch, I might hit you up. Well, I hope your viewers are will be generous with you. She scrapes by, folks, and she will not let me give her a $2,000 check. So I wish you, and literally, and she's the only one in this movement that doesn't have her hand out, frankly. Uh, we've burned through, I've burned, I'll tell you, $12 million since November 3rd. I, uh, all different aspects. So anything, and she won't let me help her. Anything you can do to help her, you should do, folks. This is like the most altruistic person who's not they're in doing everything yeah they're doing everything look at this what we're going to be doing next week is going to be so huge and we've already done all it so it's not going to be something new we've done every single thing that we're implementing and these are all patriots doing it these are americans that love their country and they're not shy they're 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 seasoned already they've done the lawsuits they've done the letters they've done the faxes they've done the emails the phone calls they've done the i'm going to turn up i mean in arizona they turned up I know. I love that. They're going to turn up. I, I was hoping that I'm going to see if I can this week, maybe pop into a couple cities so that I can go to the AG things. I have to I'm, figure it out, though. 
You should. You should do that. Can I ask you a question? Besides getting all your state Supreme Court lawsuits filed, did you get any uh, lawsuits filed on behalf of like the federal agencies we talked about getting a room set up to help like the state. Department. Oh my gosh. There's tons of them. All they do is talk all day. They're doing their own thing. Like Have I they said, developed lawsuits and filed lawsuits. Yeah. They're doing their own thing. Yes. All of them are getting together. I don't, I'm, I, I, I don't think people believe me when I tell them I'm not hands-on. Yeah. They don't. You know, They're like, that's impossible. And it's like, no, people are geniuses. All they need is leadership. You know, people don't seem to get that. I'll pop in and see whatever. And then like this organized effort for all of us, because it's the same, tar you know, the same goal that we all have, we all work together. Right. So um, I'm going to see about going out to, you know, states that I know I want to go to like Missouri or, um, Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> I mean, Yost, I want to say this. Yost just filed a case in the 6th District saying that he doesn't want vaccines. I know that he's arguing it different. But remember, he's the one defending the governor who I'm telling him not to do the same thing. Right. So I'm just going to assume my writ is one now. Um, you should just take his, your, your next amended complaint should just be his his, his filing. Look, he just filed this shit. So can we just give me a judgment and tell the Tell, tell the governor that his own lawyer is saying what I'm saying and just give me the win. Cut out the middleman. That's it. I'm just going to, I don't know. I'll find something crafty to do that. Because, you know, this is making history and it'll be in the books. So why not? Right? Use their words. But, um, uh, you know, Friday is a big day too because I'm waiting to see if the judge answers the subpoena. That's huge. That is huge. You know? That case, your MacGuffin, the Haldeman thing, if we get that, this whole thing, that'll be in the Supreme Court. Listen, that's so that that Haldeman MacGuffin and Tory, you of all people have figured out a way perhaps to extract it through your system. So oh, I have to because he can validate. See, the one thing that I, I you know, I don't mind people talking smack or Washington Post or anyone. Saying, oh, her, she's, you know, nah, nah, nah. I know my affidavit is solid. I mean, reading it now, after everything that you've seen, you're like, damn, the bitch was on point, you know? <laughs> so it's like, I'm just saying, I need it to be validated in a court of law. This way it's done because Dominion defamed me because they were saying in all of this lawsuit with Cindy Powell, it was quotes for my thing. Hmm. No, no, no. You can't call me a liar and get away with it like that. Especially when I've cited and sourced everything. <laughs> I didn't leave anything up to speculation. It was right well, there. So I, I, I don't know if you know how many times I repost your stuff. I love reading the patriotic shit your people are doing every day. They're amazing. There's going to be, am I right, Tori? You know what's coming. Isn't there an opportunity in the next six, seven days for some real patriotic shit to be done? Oh, they're going to do it. And they're going to bring it like hardcore. They don't even have to be like everybody else where they go out and rally and do things. They're going to get it done because they're effective. And they've been, they started, they started sending off things in September of 2020. So they've been well seasoned on how to operate and move. And the groups are now organized. Salty Lulu is gone, right? She's no Salty longer. Lulu. The chick that was recording everybody's stuff. Don't know, don't know about that. He was in the America First groups and in your group, she was running all of them. Oh, that that crazy girl? Uh-huh. One that I told you about months and months ago, and I was like, careful. I've seen that they've got some shit on all of you. Right. And everyone's like, stop. And it's like, boom. These wow. people will stop at nothing, Patrick. They're yeah, evil. Well. They try, you know, when they lose the argument on facts, 
they go on, you know, trying to discredit someone or talk smack about someone or say ugly things rather yeah. than, oh, I guess they're right. Oops. You know, you pull the tongue. They, they want to pull your tongue out when you speak truth and they'll do it in any way shamelessly. So it sounds like a Greek saying. Uh, I don't know. My, my favorite Greek saying is don't ride a pole because one day it'll go in your butt. That sounds very Greek. Listen, <laughs> I'm going to let you go. This conversation is getting scatological and deteriorating. I'm going to go. And I appreciate you. I appreciate you. We're going to go watch a movie. You can watch us on Twitch. Okay. Watch us on the chat. Thank you so much, Toria. And thanks in advance to Tori World. For, uh, it isn't often I come on and make a request, folks. This is serious. This is the big one. Just takes a little bit of effort. Listen, you're going to they know it. Listener, we need it this week. Thank you so much. Love we you, love Corey. you, Patrick. Thank you for everything you're doing. Our blessings to General Flynn and to Mike Lindell. God bless. We love you long time. We love you long Bye time. Dala. Bye, Dala. Bye. <laughs> so, guys, that was Patrick Byrne. I hope you guys like the impromptu hey. Um, so now we're going to get into um, the movie. I think this is going to be super fun. Um, I'm really excited to watch it. So I hope all of you have gotten your Twitch on. Um, it's actually quite, oh, did I move my computer? Cause I have a lamp on here. So I know the lighting is weird and stuff. Hold on. Let's go and get this movie going. I'm really excited about this cause I want to watch it so bad. Okay. Why does it do this to me? Where is it? Um, there we go. It's like my Twitch stuff are always gone. All right, guys. So I got it ready. Movie's going to start. Okay. I have to log in again. Great. It's like all my passwords disappeared. I don't know why. I have to sign in to Amazon too. Just so you know, it's not just you guys that have to sign into Prime. So, and here we go. Here is an alternate timeline that could have, but didn't, because you were in the way. See you guys on the other end. Thank you.